You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 137, Agency. All right, friends, we are going to dive right in this week and just start talking about this concept of agency. Because when we talk about burnout, often we are talking about a lot of things that we cannot control, that are not within our control, that are, you know, maybe even the the whole problem, right? And what I want you to start realizing is that you do have control over your life, over yourself, um, and over how things go. And what I mean by that is whenever we talk about burnout, the topic is often turning to the fact that well, medicine as a system is broken. So that's the problem here. I don't disagree, <laughs> but what I want you to think of that is, is that yes, like medicine may be broken, but we as physicians have the ability to have agency over ourselves versus feeling trapped within the system or feeling helpless within the system. Um, and so I want you to start considering that perhaps like even if we don't have control over the circumstances that we still have control over our lives and ourselves and how we show up right and that's essentially what agency is okay and when we are in situations like the system that is broken that is medicine right and we are feeling powerless or defeated or there's a mismatch between the amount of work uh, for one person, you know, like, like one person's doing the job of multiple people, we can begin to, to develop a sense of learned helplessness. And we've talked about that a little bit here before, I believe. So we know that learned helplessness is a big contributor to burnout um, for many physicians, whether we want to admit that or not, a lot of us experience that. Um, whether we label it that or not, we experience that. And agency is the opposite of learned helplessness. So that's why I want to bring that up today. Um, because having a sense of agency refers to this feeling of kind of like being in the driver's seat when it comes to our actions, where like we are the ones that are making the decisions that then affect our lives. And so it's, it's this feeling as though you know, we have the ability to make voluntary actions and, you know, life is not simply happening to us or at us, like we are in charge of our lives kind of thing. And so instead of feeling helpless because, you know, you hate your call uh, schedule and you can't get out of this contract and you're beginning to hate your job, you know, developing your sense of agency allows you to look for, you know, how, you know, resourceful and empowered you can be to figure out a solution. So it, it allows you to avoid that role of being the victim or having victim mentality where life is like happening to you or life is holding you back or you are stuck because of life um, or because of your circumstance, right? And agency takes you out of that and like puts you into a place where you can remember that you always have a choice and that you are in charge of your life. And agency allows you to realize that no one is coming to save you, but that's okay because 
you can figure this out. You're like a smart kid. You um, have lots of resources to get this figured out, lots of good ideas, okay? And so whenever we develop a sense of agency, we are combating that learned helplessness that medicine ingrains in us. And so I think it's a very important step in battling burnout because, you know, that learned helplessness is a real thing. And as a side note, I hate that term because it makes us sound like we are really whiny and weak if we find ourselves there. But I didn't invent this term. It was some guy being mean to German shepherds that, you know, coined this term. But learned helplessness is that feeling like you're being trapped. It's no use. It's pointless. It's like that point in burnout where you really don't care about what really happens. Like you, maybe even you start to think like, or even joke, like, I wish they just fired me. So I'd escape this, you know, it's that, it's that uh, study that we've talked about um, with the German shepherds where they're shocked, unable to escape the shock. So then they just roll over and give up and they stop trying to escape. Right. And so if this, you know, if this can come from a mismatch between the amount of responsibility and resources or the amount of work for one person, then we all need to be on the lookout for that. (laughs) So, because how many of us out there are out there doing the work of more than one person every day, right? Like raise your hand. It's you, it's me. Hi. Right. And so, you know, I think that's literally in our job title. If we're a generalist, right? You're an obstetrician and a gynecologist. You were two docs in one, except you have to do both jobs (laughs) at the same time in the clinic, in the ER, you know, with, with things going on in the OR and L and D, you know, after a while, you, you can get beat down and start just thinking like, yeah, that's, this is just how it is. I'm, I signed up for this. You know, we've talked about that kind of mentality. Like I chose this, I signed up for this. Like that's not the kind of agency we're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Because that, that kind of mindset is like, this, this terrible thing is just like out of control and there's nothing I can do to stop it. And so I'm just, I just have to accept it, that this is how it is. It is what it is, right? And then you start counting the days until retirement, right? Or you leave medicine. And, you know, as usual, the good news is, is that we can rewire our brains and we can unlearn this learned helplessness. And we can unlearn this, like, being in the the victim to the system of medicine, right? And so the downside is, is that, you know, it takes practice. Okay. When our, our brains, you know, are, are largely rooted in this negativity bias that they have, (laughs) all of our brains have that there's a big negativity bias. It's going to take several experiences of agency to kind of combat a single experience of that helplessness. So to unlearn this kind of learned helplessness and to grow our sense of agency, We need to turn our attention to agency and we need to practice it. Okay. So we need to look for it. And I kind of think of this like, like whenever a little kid is learning to read, I've got two five-year-olds right now. So we are getting to watch this right now with them. Whenever they're learning to read, they start just noticing like letters and little words, you know, whenever you're out and about and everywhere we go, you know, one of my kids is like, Hey mom, did you see that? That sign said go G O, you know, and they're, they're so proud that they like recognized it 
and like it was, you know, just in passing and they recognized it and they could read it. Right. And so as we go throughout our day, we need to be on the lookout for the instances in which we can make a choice or take an action that, that can, you know, be ours and no one else's. (laughs) Okay. And I think it's helpful. One that, um, you know, if we can find the ones that, you know, really focus on a, a positive outcome, but it doesn't have to be a positive outcome either. And so, because whenever we feel like we're, we're trapped and like, there's nothing we can do, we need to turn our attention to the things that we can do. Right. And these things can be like physical things out in the world, or these things can be internally like choosing what to think or making decisions. So, this can play out physically out in the world, like, you know, making decisions in the middle of a surgery, right? No one can take that away from you. (laughs) Your job or your contract or your call group, they can't, you know, take that decision mid-case away from you. You get to decide that. You have the ability to choose what step to do next. And that step makes a hugely positive impact on the life of your patients, right? No one can really take that away. That is, that is you that is helping people, right? Um, that is despite the toxic work environment or despite the shitty contract that you feel stuck in. You are the one that is there making a positive impact by taking actions and making decisions, okay? Despite the broken system. It comes down to you and your amazingly wonderful brain and your impressive skills and no one can take that ability or that wholeheartedness that you bring in the care of your patients. No one can take that away from you. Okay. So I want you to recognize that, you know, just how your decisions and your ability to choose what the next step is or your choice of a medication, recognize that you are the chooser and you were in charge of that. Like you were the one that is in charge of taking care of people despite how it feels when things aren't going well at work. Okay. And so I want you to start noticing that. Okay. Just like my, my littles that are noticing the word stop and the word cat, right? Notice everywhere in your day, in your life, where you are the chooser, where you are in charge of making the next step or taking the next step or making the next decision or taking the next action. Okay. And I also want you to focus on the, the ones where you feel like you're making a positive impact. Okay. So, you know, look for the ways that you have the agency where you are being the chooser and notice that feeling that comes up whenever you turn your attention to that, whenever you turn your attention to being the chooser, that is the feeling of agency. Some people will call that feeling empowered, um, feeling confident, you know, there's lots of feelings that you may describe, but that is kind of that feeling of agency. And agency can also be an important feeling whenever we are getting through shitty outcomes too. And so it's not all just positive outcomes that we can have agency with, but I think that if you are practicing building and growing and developing your agency, um, it's important to, to do that with positive outcomes. Okay. Um, train your brain that, that look, whenever I make decisions, I'm making a good impact. It helps you feel proud. Um, and so 
whenever we build our sense of agency, it can help us get through the shitty ones. Okay. The shitty times. And so we know that that's going to happen to us as an OBGYN. We are going to have a bunch of experiences that are just complete shit. We're going to have catastrophic outcomes. We're probably going to be sued. And a lot of times it's over really dumb stuff. Um, we're going to experience things that most people are actually really lucky to never have to experience or see or hear. And, you know, these things can happen to us, but we can always have the feeling of agency in how we respond to them. Okay. And, you know, I think that that's an important tool for us to build whenever things are uh, you know, positive whenever we're discussing outcomes. If we build that muscle and, you know, teach our brain to find our agency, to notice whenever we have that, then whenever we have the shitty outcome, we can still, you know, connect with that agency and how we respond. Okay. Because part of all of this too <laughs> is we are developing agency. Agency helps us feel like we are in control of our life but we aren't always in control of our life, right? And so what I want to, let me give you an example that seems unrelated, but it is, I promise. So bear with me. So back, um, I think I was in med school. Um, my husband, he bought me a plant. He bought me an orchid (laughs) and it was so beautiful. It came in this like kind of slightly oversized teacup, and it was, it was just so pretty. It was blooming and it had these, you know, beautiful, like white and purple blooms and, um, it, they lasted for a long time and I just loved it. It sat on my desk, um, you know, while I was studying a lot and I would just, I just enjoyed it so much. And I was so sad when the blooms finally fell. Um, but I was, I was also really confident, like I could keep it going, right? I had flowers outside. I enjoyed gardening. Um, I didn't see this orchid as being any different. So I kept this little, it looked like a twig at this point, (laughs) kept this little twig alive for a really long time and, um, and care for it. And it didn't bloom again. And it was probably like a whole year and it didn't bloom again. So I did some research. I made some adjustments. I bought some special orchid food to like put in its water And I waited and I thought, well, maybe I need to move it to a different room. So I moved it to a room with different lighting, you know, to to like a different window. Um, And I even, I would even like take it outside whenever it was temperate outside, like kind of just nice weather. I freaking essentially took this plant on walks to the front porch so it could enjoy the outside. I would leave it there for a while, hoping and pleading with it (laughs) to just like bloom, damn it. And that didn't work. So I even, I even bought a book on orchids and I did all the things that didn't work. I repotted it. I let its roots breathe more. That didn't work. I fed it some more of its orchid food. Didn't work. Right. So we ended up going on vacation, um, for, I don't know, four or five days. And when I came back, guess what? Guess what had happened after I finally left it alone for a little while it died. <laughs> it freaking died. Okay. There's no happy outcome here. <laughs> I think I loved it too much. Okay. Cause it just freaking died. And you know what? Like after that, like I felt like I had spent a lot of time on this plant, but you know what? After that I ended up, I was like, I, I don't know. 
maybe related to this, maybe unrelated, but I got a puppy. And uh, that was Max, my pug. He was my puppy. And so, you know what? He wanted all my love all the time. And there was no such thing as too much love for him. So I gave it to him. And guess what? He appreciated our walks much, much more than the orchid did. So the point is here. Okay. The point is we can tend to an orchid. We can give it everything it needs. We can love it. Maybe love it way too much. Right. But we can't make it bloom. I can't force it to. Right. We can't make it do what we want it to. We can't control that outcome. But we can't control how we respond to it, right? And this is so true for so many things in our lives, right? This is true for our children. We can teach them tools. We can meet their needs. We can love them. But in the end, we can't control the choices they make in their own lives, right? And so the same is true for work. We can, you know, know exactly what needs to change in our health system or on our L&D unit. And maybe we tell everyone and complain about it and try and change everything and try and convince them. But in the end, we can't control what admin does, right? Maybe it's our patients. We can't, we can counsel them. We can plead with them. Like as your doctor, I really want you to quit vaping, right? out of my love for you. I can give you love and tell you, I don't want you to keep vaping because it's not going well for you. It's not going well for your baby. Right. Um, we, or it'll, it'll cause more complications with surgery. Right. But we can't force them to stop vaping. Right. Maybe it's with surgery. We take every step exactly as we always have exactly how we've always done it. And, and exactly how we were taught and yet there's still an unexpected outcome or a complication. We can't control that. And at the end of the day, whenever bad shit's happening, things we can't control, right? We need to stay connected with our sense of agency because we have to find the ways that we did our best, not the outcomes that our patients had, right? Not, I finally convinced admin to make that change. No. Agency is another way of saying that you get to decide how you interpret what, you know, what your life is like when something bad happens. <laughs> you get to interpret your self-worth after something bad happens or when something isn't going how you think it should. You get to decide that you are still a good doc when your admin is treating you shitty or when you have a patient with a complication. When you have a sense of agency that you've worked on developing and growing, you get to decide that you are 100% worthy as a human. And that you are deserving of love and acceptance and that you are a human that is imperfect and that's perfectly okay. You don't have to be perfect. <laughs> so you get to decide that you are above like what is said to you. Maybe that's, you know, with snark or vitriol. Someone says something to you that's terrible. A patient yells at you at the front desk, right? You get to decide that you are above that. You get to decide that you are worth taking care of even when medicine doesn't want you to care for yourself first, right? So we can tend to the circumstances, but we can't control the outcomes. We can tend to the orchid. We can give it our time and our attention, but we can't control if it decides to bloom or to die, right? There are not many things in this life that we can control really, but we can't control our response, right? And that's our agency. We control how we show up in response. We control how we treat ourselves along the way. 
because having a sense of agency allows you to decide that you are worth it in this situation. Like you are worth, um, you know, everything. You're worthy, right? And looking for the ways that we respond and then noticing the ways that we are in charge of our day and how we are in charge of our lives, that is what grows our sense of agency. And it takes practice, just like, you know, my littles learning to read, (laughs) right? So um, I want you to ask yourself, what decisions did I make today that positively affected my patients? How did my skills and my knowledge improve someone's life today? How did I show up and do my very best to help patients today? And by focusing on these answers, you know, regularly, even if you just did this like a time or two each week, it wouldn't take long. I guarantee that you would start to notice a difference in your perspective about yourself, about work, about your interactions throughout the day. Okay. So give it a shot. Let me know. I want you to start working on this. How do you grow your sense of agency? You look for it. (laughs) You look for your agency and then you practice finding it over and over. Okay. Connect it with positive outcomes first. And then whenever bad outcomes happen, you'll still have that ability to connect with that agency. Okay. That ability to connect that, Hey, this doesn't make me a shitty person. Okay. And so that's why this is so important is it is like this, this muscle in our brain that we need to strengthen. Okay. To, to combat burnout and to combat that learned helplessness and to combat the system that is broken, that is medicine, right? This is how we do it. We combat it with this. Okay. Cause we have agency over ourselves and how we respond every day. All right, friend, try it out. Let me know and uh, feel free to reach out. Otherwise I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.